Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Thursday, Dan and the Dan at Dan Patrick Show. Game one, heat, nuggets, respect our time zone. Denver tonight at 8.30 Eastern. By the way, the nuggets, eight and a half point favorites in game one. There's been a lot of talk about Joker, what the championship would mean for him. Jimmy Butler, if he wins a championship. Pretty much guaranteed he would be a Hall of Famer. Joker's already on his way to the Hall of Fame. And we like to do comps, player comps. He reminds me of, and I've been struggling with this for a while, because when you look at Joker, who do who does he remind you of? And if you're going to find a pass-first center, there's only a few of those. Uh, Arvidas Sabonis was wonderful uh, as a player. By the time he got to Portland, played in the NBA, uh, had bad knees, but he was brilliant at finding the open man. Bill Walton was a wonderful passing big man. But they don't compare to what we've seen with the Joker because he wants to pass first. And I think that's what's interesting when you look at this is a guy who gets you 30 points, but he's not one of the top 50 players in the NBA on shots per game. But let that sink in, okay? So there's... 50 other players who take more shots per game than the Joker does. It's efficiency. And he does it at both ends. I know that the knock on him was, and and there were guys who didn't want to vote for him because he didn't play great defense. Well, when you rebound, that's part of playing defense. If I get the ball and you don't get the ball, then that's getting a rebound, a defensive rebound, that's getting a stop. And, and not letting you, you know, control the boards there. And he's able to do that. Is he a good on-ball defender? He's not. But he's a really good rebounder, a great rebounder there. So that should factor in. But, you know, we started to nitpick that Embiid was a better defender, although if you watched the uh, Eastern Conference semifinals, 
uh, he did not play. He got exposed when he was on Jason Tatum. Why they had him out on the perimeter guarding him, he got embarrassed there. But Embiid got the MVP. Everybody knows that. And even Joker said he's deserving of that. But the player comp, I thought Brad Doherty, if you're old enough to remember Brad, that he was a perimeter kind of big man, or he could be. He could hit the jumper from 15 to 18 feet. Good passer, rebounder. Um, And then I heard the comparison yesterday by Joker's head coach, Mike Malone, and uh, he brought up this name. I often make the comparison, and I never coached Tim Duncan, you know, but just from coaching against him and hearing stories about those who have been around him, like Tim Duncan was a selfless superstar. And I I look at Nicole Jokic in the same vein. I think Nicole Jokic is a truly selfless superstar where it's not about him. He's not looking for people to look, look at me, tell me how great I am. He's almost embarrassed by the attention. He just wants to be one of the guys in the locker room, have fun, work hard, and win. It's an interesting comparison. Now, there are certain things Joker does better than Tim. Tim was, when your name, nickname is the big fundamental, and we got an idea of what you do well, he was just good at everything. Uh, position, offense, defense, hit a big shot. Uh, wasn't as good a shooter, not as good a passer, better defender. But Tim's one of the great players of all time. And Joker, with that comparison, and being selfless, too. Because Tim Duncan never, he was, he was not attracted to the spotlight, ever. And it feels like that's the way that, he's almost, like, modest when it comes to this, or sheepishly accepting of that. Here's the Joker talking about who's the favorite in the NBA Finals. <laughs> Who said that we are favorites? The media? Las Vegas. Las Ve- and Las Vegas tells us that we are not, we were underdog before. That doesn't, it's not correct, I think. I mean, I think we are not the favorites. Uh, I think in the finals there is no favorites. It feels like nobody wants to be the favorite here. Everybody wants to be the underdog so they can say, oh, nobody thought we would get here. Denver should have gotten here. Miami, those are long odds that they got here. And that's why Denver is a pretty big favorite here. We'll get to phone calls coming up. We say good morning if you're watching on Peacock, our streaming partner. Thank you. If you haven't downloaded the app, please do so. I'm not sure how you'll celebrate today, but uh, June 1st is National Heimlich Maneuver Day. Hopefully you don't have to celebrate that today in the way you would think you would. Yeah, you need an incident to celebrate. Yes. The Heimlich Maneuver uses abdominal thrust to force air from the lungs. The forced air expels an object on which someone is choking. Has anybody had to use the Heimlich Maneuver or had it used on them? Todd, I'll start with you. No, I I did witness a medical emergency on a plane. It wasn't a Heimlich Maneuver related. It was a woman having a seizure. That doesn't help us. We were talking about Heimlich. (laughs) It's not National Seizure Day. It's not tell stories about any kind of tragic uh, medical event. It's not National Witness a Seizure Day. That was scary, though. That was weeks ago. Yeah. There was convulsions (laughs) and stuff going on. Thank you, Todd. Yes, Paul. I gave someone mouth-to-mouth resuscitation once. Dang. Did they want it? Uh, They needed it. Okay. I felt that they needed it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That, but the person w- had collapsed, and they didn't seem to be breathing. It was, like, very shallow, and I was really freaking out. And I had taken CPR classes, but a long time mm. ago. Yeah. But I definitely was mouth-to-mouth checking their air. And It was a woman? It was a man. Okay. And you have to, like, pinch his nose? Yeah. I, I blew in and then listened to see if it was coming back out, and it was. 
But you have to like angle the head back a little bit too, or something like that. Is that a thing? Yeah, the person was laying against kind of a bench. They were collapsed, and their eyes were kind of fixed. And then when the person went down, there he was. The person was saying, "My chest hurts. My chest hurts. Very shallow." Oh wow! And then I I couldn't tell if the person was having a heart attack. But when I put my hand near his mouth, I like licked my hand to see if I could feel it. And then I didn't feel breath. And then I started giving mouth to mouth. And That's then the crazy paramedics came in. About it felt like ten minutes later, but it's probably two minutes later. If Fritzy needed CPR, would you give him CPR? What I level? know Seton would. He's proven in the past that he would do whatever basically. it takes. Yes, he would. I, but I was asking Paul. When you say needed it, like not really needed it. was a medical emergency. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Of course I would. I know he would do that. You do? I do know he would do that. Mouth to mouth? Yeah, or, yeah sure. Of course. Talking about saving uh, someone's life, especially someone that you've like, well, worked the question for two be, decades. Who would be first one in if Fritzy went down? Hmm. Well, you're the most experienced, so yeah, I'm, I'm one so, for one. Yeah, you're one for one. one, for one so. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Tom. Did you ever find yourself choking, or you felt like something was stuck in your throat, and there was no one around that could help you, and you had to figure out if there was something? Do I try to swallow it, or do I try to, you know, give myself did, the Heimlich? Did you? Out? Did, did, I had that a couple ha- of months okay. ago. I was swallowing. I figured it. I was taking some vitamins, and I was swallowing like this big calcium pill. And it was like six o'clock in the morning. Everyone was asleep, and I was downstairs. And it was at the point where I had to make a decision: do I try to throw it up and get it out of my mouth, or just take some water? And it was like stuck in the middle. Do I try to just knock it down and swallow it? And it was very frightening. And I felt like this is how I'm going to go. They're going to find me passed out in the uh, in the kitchen with a calcium pill stuck in my throat. It was a pill. Yeah, it was this large calcium pill that I took, wow. and it got stuck in my throat. And I, I guess I should have used more water to knock it down. And I really felt like I was right. Thank you, losing Tom. my breath. Yeah. It was right behind a huge peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. It was, it was running. It could have been the car. sandwich. It's you awesome. know what happened one time? I saw my buddy Tommy. We were in my backyard uh, with our kids, and they were young. They were like under four, I bet. Uh, and one of the neighborhood kids had eaten just a ton of uh, like dried apricot. You know how they have them in like those sheets. And he had this stuff just so packed in his mouth because, I don't know, little kids eat like that sometimes, I guess. And uh, my buddy Tommy could tell that the kid was choking, even though he wasn't saying anything. He just stopped and was standing there. And he just basically reached in and pulled it all out of the kid's mouth. Wow. Okay. It was crazy. All right. Hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the best tennis players in the world are headed to the Ray red clay courts of Roland Garros in Paris. It's the French Open all week on NBC and Peacock. Which favorite's going to choke in the French Open? Okay. See what I did? I just got to bring it around. <laughs> Something's got to try to bring it around. Give him the Heimlich. <laughs> Should we all train in CPR now? No, because I got the big German. Big German is a oh, volunteer fireman. Absolutely. He knows I, what he's doing. You know what, though? I kind of feel like we should. Well, maybe the big German can, uh, you know, give us a tutorial. Yeah. yeah, give us a tutorial. On... Of course, we're going to film it. Yeah, <laughs> and we should film that. I got Marvin. Oh, you get to call <laughs> your... Nice. Very nice. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you got to pick who you're going to Heimlich maneuver. I got Mario. He's looking cute lately. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think he's spoken for. I don't know. Rumor has it. I don't know. Yeah, he's a good kisser. <laughs> Run out of people. What What is the uh, poll question for the final hour of this program? <laughs> uh, Dan, we got a couple of them up there right now. Right. Um, <laughs> the SEC uh, limiting the number of in-conference games soft. to eight is smart or soft? soft. Uh, right now, <laughs> 77% of the audience says it's soft. Soft. <laughs> Come on! You want to have this? You want to have this mega conference? Play everybody! I'm also putting up there. If we were to sponsor a bowl game, should it be the Tailgate Moonshine Bowl or the Penny's Bang Biscuits Bowl? Mm. Let's get the audience's thoughts on that. All right, Brandon in Ohio. Hi, Brandon. What's on your mind today? 
Hey, morning, guys. Five uh, eleven, and an eight-game SEC schedule soft two fifteen. Right. Um, so you're talking in the last hour about uh, the show sponsoring a bowl game, mm-hmm. and I wanted to contribute an idea if I could. Sure. Um, picture with every extra point or field goal. Instead of seeing the all-state good hand symbol in the oh, net, Marvin, you're you're in bad hands. You're in tiny hands. You're in tiny hands. I like it. Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> Jimmy, what's that behind the goalpost? Yeah. Those are Marvin's hands. <laughs> I can't see them. They're small. binoculars. Wait, what is that? <laughs> that would be great if we had Marvin's hands up there for the extra point. Okay, we're workshopping this. We're workshopping this. Marvin's tiny hands. Phil in New York joins us. Hi, Phil. What's on your mind today? Hey, 510-240. It is my 41st birthday, Dan, and I have an NIL question and an NBA Finals pie to the face bet. All right. Well, happy birthday, Phil. Thank you kindly, good sir. Um, If back in 2003, Carmelo Anthony knew that he had a multi-million dollar NIL payday waiting for him, does he come back for his sophomore year? No, because he was drafted so high. He was the third pick, I think, taken. So I don't think he would. Zach Eady is a second-round pick. That's why he's going back to Purdue. Gotcha. Uh, my NBA Finals pie to the face bet, uh, you did over-under for total games in the finals. And, Paulie, you were just way too quick on the under and Miami kicking the bucket. Pie to the face, I'm taking the over on total games because I think Miami's winning in six. Well, Paul, do you want to take the bet that Phil has Miami winning in six and you could have Denver for a pie to the face? I get Denver to win the whole series. Yes. He takes Miami. In, yeah. Does it matter the games? Doesn't matter the games. Yeah, I'll take Denver straight up. All right, Phil. You got a bet. You got Miami in six. Woo! And if you lose, it's a key line pie. Key line pie, yeah. Oh, delicious. All right. Thank you, Phil. It is a delicious treat. Yes, it is. But it does burn your face. Oh. Just letting you know the acid in it, uh, I think it burns your face. There may be some peeling there as well. Um, oh, guess who is not coming back? <laughs> Not so quick on the drum roll there. Uh, Go ahead and play it, Marvin. What is your message to those fans, the media, whoever it is, that's constantly concocting a way for you to come back? I'm certain I'm not playing again, so I've tried to make that clear, and I I hate to continue to profess that because I've already told people that uh, lots of times. But I'm looking forward to my, my broadcasting job at Fox next year. Um, I'm looking forward to the opportunity to head with the, with the Raiders, and we're in the process of that, along with the other different things that I'm a part of professionally and in my personal life, just spending as much time with my kids as I can and seeing them grow up and support the different things that they have going on. And that's a very important job, and I take them all pretty seriously. What if- that's uh, Robin Lundberg, Sports Illustrated, with Tom Brady. He's not coming back. Does that story now go away? Probably not. Depending on Jimmy Garoppolo's health, that's why it'll stay in the headlines, I think. Yeah, Paul. Was that interview held during a Zumba class? I don't know what was going on there. I don't know that the soundtrack there for Tom Brady. I don't know if there's anything Brady could do definitive enough to call off the dogs of the speculative media. He could cut his right arm off and be like, you know, he's, he always wanted to he play left-handed. He could play left-handed. He's that good. 
Yes, he is. Yes, Todd. Nothing in there about looking to find that next special someone to settle down with for the rest of my life. I guess that's not one of his uh, priorities. Good for him. He's kind of covered everything about his career and his life and his kids and he's not playing and the Raiders game. Nothing about women. What if he said, you know, my priority right now is my dating life. I want to find somebody really hot, man. You know? Hey, I just got dumped by Giselle. I'm looking for somebody hotter, man. Right, because it feeds the whole, uh, he's still so devastated over Giselle, he may never be able to pick up the pieces. Do you think he would actually say that? No, never. Okay. But it'd be great if he said, yeah, you know, it's not about my kids. It's not about broadcasting. It's not about, you know, being a part owner of the Raiders. It's about dating. I could have any woman I want now and have no guilt. This is fantastic. <laughs> no Raiders. Except for one. He can't have one okay, woman. Fair. <laughs> Maybe two. Bridget Moynihan. Those two. Yeah. Outside of that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. If it were straight up between her and Giselle, I, I got to tell you, I may go Moynihan at peak. Bridget Moynihan is a beautiful woman. We, we were in New York, and we saw her. You were with us. We were, like, downtown somewhere. And I can remember you and I just go, whoa. Oh, like, I know. Like, it was like a, a parade going by. Yeah, that one, that's where you just go, that's not fair. Yeah, she's yeah. like 5'10". Yes. She's, she's gorgeous. Although I have to be careful here, because my wife feels like I do over-compliment Bridget Moynihan. Just, just tell her you're backing bit. up my bit. Yes, yes. And, yeah, Paulie, I agree. She is spectacular. <laughs> You're supposed to say, I really wasn't. I didn't mean, notice. I didn't notice. Damn it. Damn it. Try again. Uh, I, I saw Bridget Moynihan. I don't remember that. Mm. <laughs> what, Todd? I think I may go Piper Perabo if we're going to take out the Coyote Ugly Gang. Bridget Moynihan was in that. So I, I know, but that wasn't. But that, I know that wasn't. It, it was Giselle or Bridget. Can you play by the rules of the game? I like game? to kind of mix it up a little bit. But don't sleep on Piper Perabo. That's all I'm going to say. She's a good looking girl. I don't, I'm not aware of She was in, um, she was in, uh. Coyote Ugly. No, yeah, but she was also in Yellowstone. The, one of the scenes of Yellowstone, she was the protester who befriends John oh, Dutton. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then she hooks up with John Dutton. Oh. Oh, yeah. We just can't assume just And then she, moves into the, yeah. the ranch. Yeah. Yeah. Coyote Ugly, by the way, filmed and based in my hometown, South Amboy, New Jersey. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Shout out South Amboy, yeah. Okay. Shout out. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's take a break here. More phone calls coming. Piper up. Nobody breaks down Tom Brady retiring. Yeah, better than us. Piper Parabo. Piper Parabo. Yeah, no. Played Violet Sanford in Coyote Ugly. Yeah, not not aware. You want to send me some pictures? This I, is what you normally do. This is what you normally do. This is Piper Parabo on the cover of Maxim, 2012. The worst, the best part of Coyote Ugly was Piper Parabo. The worst part was all of a sudden they thought everybody from New Jersey talked like this. <laughs> oh. That's, Vi, Vi, you're going to make it in the big city, Vi. Okay, Vi? <laughs> that, it was so stupid. It's like nobody talks like that in New Jersey. A little sense. Vi, yeah. hey, Vi. Vi, you're going to make it in the big city, girl, okay? Thanks. Everybody's from Staten Island or Long Island. Right. Long yeah, Island. It was coyote obnoxious that they did that. It was. Um, how do people in Jersey speak, Seton? I don't know. I mean, they have a little bit of like a coffee thing and whatever. There's a little bit of a New Jersey accent, but people often confuse Long Island with New, New Jersey. Jersey. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Paul. Is there an area of Jersey that has like the deepest accent that where people in Jersey know that, oh, you're from that area? Probably closest to the to the city. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But like people in South Jersey don't talk like that. Well, people from Ohio don't have an accent. I think Ohio and Indiana, there's no accent. But people, I think, probably feel like we're – Southwest or something have a little bit of a you know southern twang or something. Yes, yeah, more best accents. Poll question: <laughs> Baltimore, 
<laughs> Los Angeles? Uh, Call in. Oh, Minnesota? <laughs> I, go, I would go Minnesota. Earn, 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 earn. <laughs> the best video. Aaron earned an iron earn. <laughs> that was Baltimore? Baltimore, yeah. That accent is wild. Wild. I don't remember. I've been in Baltimore many times. I don't remember hearing accent. Nationally, it's probably the most underappreciated crazy <laughs> accent. Earn, 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 earn. Let's take a break. Back after this Dan Patrick show. You've heard CEO Howard Mackler of Innovation Refunds and GetRefunds.com explain how the company has helped so many small businesses with their ERC tax refunds. In fact, Innovation Refunds has already completed over 17,000 returns for a lot of businesses just like yours. Construction, retail, restaurants, bars, hotels, so many more. ERC tax refunds, it can be complicating, but this is where Innovation Refunds comes in. They've helped with you know, thousands of people getting these returns and making money, getting money, money that's yours. It's a refund. Hundreds of five-star Trustpilot and Google reviews and certified with the Better Business Bureau. Trust your business with the experts at Innovation Refunds. And you get started by going to GetRefunds.com. Takes about eight minutes. Could be on your way to receiving money for your business. Innovation Refunds has already helped clients claim over $5 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC. Get started. Go to GetRefunds.com or download the app from the App Store today. That's GetRefunds.com. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The original light beer, 1975, Miller Lite. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day, I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Lite, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try it. I would no, lose. you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. 
It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. TV's biggest drama is back. Head to the Dutton Ranch. Stream the latest season of Yellowstone on Peacock. We have uh, not breaking news, I don't think, but uh, we have an update on Al Pacino's baby news. We'll have that for you coming up here. <laughs> in a moment. Did you just tease it? I did. I, I, I teased the Al Pacino is going to be a father again at the age of 83. Uh, we've been covering this story for days now. We've also been covering the Oakland A's. We liken it to the movie uh, Major League, where it felt like, hey, let's be bad on purpose and then try to move, but then they ended up winning the championship. That won't be the case for the Oakland A's, who uh, had their two-game winning streak snapped brutally last night. Steve Berman, baseball writer, editor for The Athletic in the Bay Area, joins us now on the program. Steve, how did we get to this point with the Oakland A's, with nobody showing up, and now we're headed to Vegas? Well, the nobody showing up part uh, and Vegas are intertwined. So the team was systematically dismantled after the 21 season where they were actually in first place until about mid-August. And then, you know, they made some moves to the deadline. Team seemed like it was going to contend for the AL West title, fell flat. Afterwards, they pretty much told everyone, hey, we're going to dismantle this team. It's time for a rebuild. So the fans are ready for another rebuild. But also at the same time, they're saying, yeah, we thought we were going to be all into Oakland. We're rooted in Oakland is the thing that they always would say. But we're also doing what they call a parallel pass with Las Vegas. And so that turned the fans off completely. Then going into the 22 season, they traded everyone right after the lockout. Chapman gone, Olsen gone, Bassett, Mania, And then they almost pretty much doubled season ticket prices. So you have a team that is pretty much decimated. So you mentioned Major League. It's just like that. Team is decimated. It's really it's just a systematic trying to, to get rid of all of the Oakland fans. They've done a great job. And now you have this Vegas thing where it seems like it, it could happen as soon as this week, maybe, if they can get this through the legislature. But we don't know that yet. This ownership has been so, I guess, incompetent with all of these times trying to move to a new stadium that you can't really just look at it and say, oh, yeah, Vegas is definitely 100% happening. What do we know about the owner? Well, he's the heir of the Gap fortune. We know that. Uh, he's very reclusive. He actually, there were photos of him yesterday with President Dave Cavill uh, lobbying politicians in Nevada. That's the first time we've seen him in months, if not over a year. We used to see him behind the plate sometimes at the Coliseum. We haven't seen him at all. He won't show his face there now for for good reason. Uh, we know that he doesn't really spend on players. He also owns the Earthquakes. They have a new stadium in San Jose. They're in the bottom half of the MLS and spending still. So this idea that if they get a new stadium, the A's are going to be a big market team, questionable. But we don't really know much beyond that. He doesn't talk to the media ever. Well, if he doesn't like being around people, he should go to an Oakland A's game. Then uh, <laughs> he'd be, be all alone there. Why does Vegas want the A's? I think there's a few reasons why. I'm not really sure how much the populace wants the A's, but Vegas is a big union town, and the unions are fully behind building a stadium and the possible jobs that can come from the construction and then the workers inside the stadium, the concession workers. 
And Las Vegas seems hell-bent kind of on being a big league town. And they, they're they one of the towns, I think, this is why the A's have, gone, have been drawn to them. They're one of the towns that said, we want this kind of stuff here. And we will actually consider at least, you know, bumping some tax districts to this, raising taxes for that. Uh, that maybe they're a little bit reticent because of how much money they gave the Raiders. But I think that they're a little bit more willing than Oakland, which was in talks with the A's to build just a ridiculous complex, what they call Howard Terminal, right in the water. But there's a lot of hoops to jump through in California when you're building stadiums in Vegas, maybe a little bit little bit easier. Also, Ballycorp is underwriting kind of this project. They they entered into a binding agreement, which wasn't binding because they got out of it <laughs> over at the Wild Wild West Casino. And then they went over to the Tropicana and Bally owns that property. And then Bally said that they're going to pretty much be all intertwined with the A's, with hotels and gaming and all these other things. And I think Vegas is probably pretty friendly to these casino interests. What are home games like for the Oakland A's? Well, it's it's pretty desolate nowadays. Uh, I think the people that are there right now uh, are going because of, well, they, they just, they love the A's, the few people that go there. And the also to show off right now their dislike for current ownership. I mean, the amount of signs, someone counted them up the other day, a few days ago, there were like 30 different signs saying sell, you know, cavil, weasel, you know, all these, you know, <laughs> Vegas beware, all, all these different signs in the outfield. Actually, I'm surprised that they're allowing that to hang there. And, you know, but yeah, you're talking like 2000 people on a weekday, usually uh, maybe a little bit more on a weekend. Uh, there are possums uh, running around in the press box area, uh, feral cats. So it, it's a scene, you know. I mean, they have not kept up the stadium for quite some time. And so, yeah, it's it's pretty dismal there. Could you imagine if Kyler Murray had signed with the Oakland A's instead of gone to play football? Oh, my goodness. Right now, yeah, Kyler would uh, – well – that that was one of the things that the A's have kind of looked at A's fans is, you know, what if, because th- those teams after he got drafted were so talented and stocked with guys and they would make it to the playoffs and just fall short. So Kyler was t- sort of a shot in the dark. Uh, Keith Law, who does prospects for us, the athletic, he, he still thinks that that was at least one worth taking because he was so athletic and tooled. But I think what you're getting at, if he was there and looked around the clubhouse and looked around the field and looked around the stands, he'd be out of there immediately. He'd be, he'd be like requesting a trade, like dur- during it at bat, he would like yell out, trade me. Yeah. No, he would say, I'm going to have my uh, pro day because I, I want to be drafted. I want to I want to play in the NFL. Exactly. Uh, he'd definitely be playing video games for sure. Uh, what's the soonest? What's the timeline that the A's can move? Well, if this all goes down and the governor is trying to get this going so that it, it gets approved on the last day of the legislative session, which would be Monday, if it doesn't, he might call a special session. If, if it does get approved this year, then the earliest they say would be 2027 for a retractable roof oh for stadium. So, yeah, who knows what happens then? Do they, do they possibly stay in Oakland? Do they move to Sacramento? Do they move to their AAA ballpark in Las Vegas? No one knows. Oh, my goodness. I know that you uh, cover the Warriors as well. Uh, it, you know, the offseason, is there going to be change in the offseason aside from a new GM? I would imagine so. I mean, if you looked at that press conference, and I think it told you a lot about maybe why Bob Myers is stepping down. 
I think owners, an owner like Joe Lacob is what every fan wants, right? But he can also be exhausting. I think Bob Myers was at a point where he'd been there 11, 12 seasons. What else could he really achieve? He already was on top of the mountain in terms of perception. He can get a job anywhere, not just with an NBA team, maybe like a corporation like Disney. And and Lacob seemed to be a little bit exhausting during the press conference. He he said to to Bob, I don't know if he was really joking, well, you're under contract till June 30th, so you will work until June 30th. And the look on Meyer's face was like, uh, dude, are you serious? Or really, is that, I, I'm, t- I'm telling everyone I'm gone. I think, though, that he also said, I don't care about the CBA, which will be very punitive on higher money teams. We're going to win anyways, regardless of the rules. How are they going to do that? I don't know. Does that mean you, you're trading guys like Poole and or Kaminga to try to get someone who better fits their system? I don't know. You also have a coach who's on the last year of his contract, which is pretty rare. There's a lot of things, a lot of moving pieces. Does Draymond opt in? Does he re-sign or does he leave? I don't think that you're going to see the same team, though, next year just because of how dysfunctional things seem to be at the end of this past season. Yeah, I wonder if Steve Kerr, this is it. I don't know if he was going to hold on to go out when Steph went out, but, I mean, he's already established a Hall of Fame uh, resume here, and I I don't know – can you keep doing this? Can you keep reinventing? He's got Draymond there. Is that a good thing? You know, Clay's in, I think, his last year. Steph, at his age, um, you know, it might be. I'm, I'm, I got one more year, and I can go back to broadcasting if I wanted to. Yeah, I, he does love to coach, though. And I think he got a taste of management in Phoenix and didn't like it. Yeah. Didn't go as well as he thought it would. I think broadcasting is always an option. It's always an option for every coach to keep your name out there, keep your face out there. I, I could see that in taking a gap year and doing something like that. But the guy really does love to coach. I also don't see him as a guy who would bounce around and be on that coaching carousel, Mm-mm. go to Detroit, go to Orlando, go to New York, go to Chicago. I think that he wants the perfect situation. It's been that way, as you mentioned with Steph. But a lot of people around here kind of thought that even though all the tea leaves are saying Bob Myers is going to leave since he was so noncommittal, people still thought they were optimistic that he would stay because – why would you leave Steph at this point now with a new president of operations coming in at some point, possibly Mike Dunleavy Jr., possibly one of the Lacob sons, Kirk Lacob? You know, does Kerr look around and say, all right, you know, Bob's out. Maybe this is not something I really want to undertake either. He also said Draymond Green, without him, we're not a championship contender. If Draymond does go somewhere else, where does Kerr see himself? Good stuff, Steve. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, any sign. Thank you. That's uh, Steve Berman, a baseball writer, editor for The Athletic in the Bay Area there. All right, now to the important story. Real quick, the A's may be there two more seasons. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. How does baseball, how, how did baseball get into this? It feels like a misstep then. Yeah. <laughs> Mistakes were made. Man. Okay, Al, Al Pacino demanded a DNA test. He uh, did not believe that he could impregnate anyone. This according to TMZ. This is a bombshell. So he wants a DNA test. So we debated the other day whether Al Pacino had a baby by plan or by accident. I said by accident. Seton said plan. And now we find out Al Pacino was, uh, he has a medical condition, according to TMZ, where he did not believe he can impregnate anybody. And uh, two months ago, he found out after a DNA test that is indeed his child. That is wild. Wait, so he took the DNA test? Our sources, and I'm, our means TMZ, our sources say Al doubted the baby was his, wanted a DNA test. 
Uh, his girlfriend obliged, and the test showed that he's indeed the dad. Oh. According to TMZ. You are. She's uh, <laughs> eight months pregnant. It'll be Al's fourth child. Okay. I had a vasectomy then. This is not possible. <laughs> That's an awkward conversation. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Honey, I'm. I'm I love I'm, you, but. Are you sure that's my kid? Can't be mine. No. You have anything planned today, hon? No? Well, guess what? <laughs> uh, could I take that uh, soda can uh, <laughs> that you were drinking out of? Oh, are you going to throw it away? No, no, no. I'm just going to save it for uh, safekeeping here. I get, get what about deep. that cute waiter at the restaurant you were checking out a few months ago? Maybe it's this. Why would, oh, a 80, wow. why would an 83-year-old man think that a 29-year-old woman would be cheating on him? Why would you think that? <laughs> I can't imagine why anyone would consider that. His yeah. oldest daughter is 33. I know. Oh. I know. But it keeps you younger. I think that's why. I'll I tell you, the movie we were talking about has just gotten stoked up a lot. It With the fun- DNA test? Yeah, you throw in a DNA test at the Del Boca Vista, wherever they're down there. Him, I'm going to need a DNA test. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's take a break here. They're going to keep an eye on that story. Some of our best people on that story. Uh, we're back after this. Last call for phone calls. What we learned. What's in store tomorrow after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey gang, this is Jay Glazer, host of Unbreakable, a mental health podcast. And each week, we try to help turn our mental health issues into mental wealth. And we dive in with everyone from the world of sports and entertainment, like Sean McVay, Lindsey Vaughn, Michael Phelps, David Spade, Guy Fieri, and also those who can help us in between the ears. Anyone from a therapist to someone like Ed Milet or John Gordon. So each week, listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer, a mental health podcast on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow, this day in sports history. All of that coming up here. Uh, let's see. Alex in Baltimore. Alex, welcome to the program. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Um, I just needed to call you out on something. So every show that you talk about the Nuggets, you never say Jokic. You always say the Joker. It's like an over-under of two, maybe, if you'll say Jokic. And I don't know if you notice on any ESPN broadcast of the Nuggets, Mark Jackson, the same exact thing. I give him an over-under of one of saying Jokic. I'm uh, just wondering why that is, and maybe he can just start saying his name a little bit more. Well, uh, do you call in about the Greek freak? Um, no. Calling in about Jokic. I know. Well, I, I call him the Greek freak. They're great nicknames here. Yeah, but you wouldn't call Kobe Black Mamba. You'd call him Kobe. Yeah, but I don't think he uh, universally was known as Black Mamba until later in his career. Joker has a great nickname. Why, like, what's a, what, why does it bother you? It doesn't bother me. I think it's like, it's like a national media thing. It's like the disrespect shown to the Nuggets. Just... I said he should have been the MVP this year, Alex. What are you talking about? It doesn't bother you, but you took time out of your day to call me? All I'm saying is I'm going to parlay you and Mark Jackson over under three total today of saying Jokic. Jokic, 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 Jokic. There, you lost. <laughs> God. Sorry. I call him the Greek freak. What happened? You've been calling Magic Magic for like I know, 40 years. I know. Where's the respect, Dan? My bad. Call him Irvin. My bad. I, I I didn't know that I was showing disrespect by calling him the Joker. Jokic. You're sick of this Jokic. crap. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great nickname. I've lamented the fact that we don't have great nicknames in sports anymore. Now you have the Greek freak and you have the Joker. Jokic. Jokic. Give him some love. It's their real names versus their nicknames. Walter in Baltimore. Hi, Walter. What's going on? Shout out back row. Uh, the uh, oh, you guys are just spitting fire at eleven thirty on a Thursday. It's great. That was a great uh, interview with the guy from uh, from Oakland. That's just crazy what's going on over there. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the other guy from Baltimore. I'm sorry about that, but we love in Baltimore. We love the coverage of Lamar. You, you were spot on through most of that. Uh, that whole mess, so appreciate that. But maybe we'll let's hear a little bit more about them O's right now. They're uh, <laughs> second-best team in baseball. Their farm system is the best in baseball right now. Um, I mean, they're, they're in the best division in baseball. If their pitching can hold up all year, they might, you know, hopefully get the wild card, but maybe even win the division. So, all right. Little- well, thank you, Walter. We'll wait for that. Wait for that to happen. It's June first. Yes, Tom. Why does everybody get called the O's? They're the Orioles. Okay, oh, okay. Orioles. That's the team thing. <laughs> yes, Paul. And Dan, it's it's Eldrick Woods. You've been I going crazy tiger. with that tiger thing for years. My bad. It's funny no? how sensitive this topic is. 
I, I, like what? It is fun. Like that struck a nerve. Yeah, he took time out to call and then said he wasn't bothered by it. Yeah, I'm not bothered by it. Yeah, you were. Carl Malone is a simple name. The mailman was fun. It's a great nickname. The Joker is fun. Yes. <laughs> Logan in North Dakota. What's up, Logan? What do you have, Logan? Hey, Dan. Let's see if I can <laughs> rally you up more with the Nuggets talk here. Right. Um, I, I got an, If the Nuggets were in L.A., would they be more exciting to watch? Um, they would be in the spotlight more, and the fact that they're winning, yes, they would get more publicity. And you have, you know, two-time MVP. Yeah, yeah. The if the Nuggets were in LA, or that team played in LA. Yes, the Los Angeles Nuggets. Yes, yeah. Uh, he'd still be known as the Joker in in LA. Just uh, Jokic. Jokic. Okay, my bad. The Joker. Joker. Hey, the Joker's on you. Nothing screams showtime like the Joker's style of play. <laughs> He's a wonderful player. I just I just hope people are patient to watch him play. And then you get to because you might be curious where you go, okay, how's this guy get a triple double? And you're gonna watch and you might go, wait, he has a triple double, but he is a brilliant he's a very, very intelligent basketball player. Yes, Mark. And if they played in LA, he'd be playing in front of Jack. The Joker would be oh, playing in front oh, of the Joker. Oh, oh, okay. Nice. Loop, loop. Jokic, sorry. Jokic, Jokic, yeah, yeah, Jokic. Yeah. But there's Novak Djokovic. Just want to make sure we get that, you know, correct. You know, French Open with Novak. Make sure you get that. Uh, Phil in New Mexico. Hi, Phil. Hey, Dan. Hey, Phil. G-E-T-T-S, go Nuggets. And so pumped. The last ABA team to finally make it to the finals. And I think it's only appropriate that our adopted son, Joe Walsh, that you should play Rocky Mountain Way for the uh, barbecue. And I'll sing a few uh, lines for you. Okay. It's the last day, <laughs> Rocky Mountain Way. Dun, 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 dun. Joe Walsh, great guitar player. <laughs> Joseph Walsh, yeah. <laughs> okay, it's flipping with his name. This day in sports history, Paulie. What do you have? I was so hoping there's a great nickname this day in sports history. Uh, Lou Gehrig in the 19- Iron Man. No, you can't. Oh. It's Lou. It's Lewis Gehrig, Dan. Okay. Lewis Gehrig began a streak of uh, 2,130 consecutive baseball games. And you know who he replaced? He pinch hit for a shortstop whose nickname was Pee Wee. Not his real name, though. Pee Wee Wanig. He played with George Herman Ruth as well, too. Uh, I called him babe. Uh, you kind of flipping it. Lewis. Uh, <laughs> Nolan Ryan threw his fourth career no-hitter. You don't he call was, him the Express. He was the Express. You don't no. call him that, though. I don't. Just Nolan. Yeah. <laughs> the LA Kings beat the Blackhawks to advance to the Stanley Cup final. First time in NHL history. The Los Angeles Kings. Sorry, I abbreviated to LA Kings. Mm. Apologies to the city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Well, we have thick skin. We do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you and Mark Jackson just refuse to say Los Angeles. It's got to be L.A. every time. Marcus Jackson. <laughs> I actually don't know. The over-under. Over-under. I'm saying the Joker. The Daniel Patrick. Over-under. Over, over uh, on this date in 2012, this pitcher was never the same after he threw his uh, no-hitter. Never the same. 
Might have thrown 132 pitches, something like that. Johan Santana. The first no-hitter in Mets history. And he wanted to stay and get the no-hitter. I don't think he was ever the same. Let's see. Reggie uh, scored 39, including 25 in the fourth quarter. Pacers beat the next Game 5 Eastern Conference Finals. Reginald Miller, <laughs> Jr. the third. Okay. We'll wrap up this show. <laughs> I'm going to watch Nikola Jokic tonight and the Denver Nuggets against the Miami Heat. Todd, what did you learn today? Doris Burke said she had exceptional ball handling skills <laughs> as a point guard at Providence, but was not a great shooter. All right. Seton O'Connor, what did you learn today? Al Pacino, still active. Hoo-ha! <laughs> Barb? You come at Dan, you best not miss. Yeah, well. Uh, Pauling, what did you learn today? It's Irvin Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Todd, what did I learn on today's program? We all learned you would take the Joker over the field to win NBA Finals MVP. My plan gives you control over your phone plan. Celebrate. We give you control over Marvin's cookout playlist for tomorrow. It's between bands from Florida and Colorado. You can vote at danpatrick.com. The winning playlist. You'll be able to hear it on Friday. My plan's all about control. Get exactly what you want. Only pay for what you need. The network you want. Verizon. Have a great day, everybody, and I mean that sincerely, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.